Good morning and welcome to another episode of Josh and Pat. I'm Joshua Klein, joined by Patrick Cassett, and today we will definitively find out where Lamar Jackson will go by spinning the where will Lamar go wheel. Patrick, are you ready? I am ready, Josh. Spin it. Spin it. Spin it. Boom, here we go. Oh, a lot of teams, a lot of teams. Lamar Jackson will be playing for I uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> Boom. I, and that's I, how you know it. It looks like the Ravens are going to work out a trade. They're going to end up with Trevor Lawrence and the franchise is going to be saved. I think that's a great news for Ravens fans. Now, is it a little scary thinking about that talented roster with a guy like Lamar Jackson probably going to have to play him? A decent amount. Well, that's the, and that's the thing is. is Do I love that? At, I don't love that. Yeah, that's the thing. Look, Lamar Jackson and the Ravens couldn't beat the Jaguars without Lamar Jackson. Imagine the Ravens trying to beat the Jaguars with Lamar Jackson. Oh, man. That's a scary thought to think about. But at the end of the day, I like having Trevor Lawrence on this team. I think Trevor Lawrence gets the job done. It's nice to know. Look, Lamar Jackson's happy. He's back in Florida. No state income tax. Oh, yeah. Oh, Lamar Jackson loves that trade, by the way. He loves loves that trade. I'm not sure how the fans will feel about that. It is an interesting situation, though, because the Ravens have until pretty much next Tuesday, I believe it's the date, to franchise tag him or he becomes a free agent. Now, they don't have to franchise tag him. They could also work out a long-term deal. But from everything that we're hearing... There's, there's no way that's happening. It's a $100 million difference between what the Ravens are thinking and what Lamar Jackson is thinking. Patrick, what could you get with $100 million? What could I get with $100 million, Josh? First, I would get a nice house, right? Because you got to have a great home base, right? But then you might want to splurge. You know, maybe someone, maybe, maybe you know what? Go get that Porsche. Go, I wa- go get that Ferrari. I want a mini replica of Daytona, no, no, not Daytona, of Dover, and go kart track. Oh, that would be awesome. That'd be so sweet. You know, like a like a track where you have to actually have to drive it, and then you you know you get a bunch of go karts. You have all your friends over, and you just drive go karts like all day. A fi- I want like a fifty yard football field in my backyard, oh, right? Yeah. Like turf, just ready to go anytime. Oh, you're a turf guy. You don't really care about player safety. Well, I, I well, you know, I'm worried about the weather, Josh, because it's like, do I want to keep maintaining the field? Oh, I have a hundred million dollars. You pay, I just yeah, pay you, someone to do that. You get so, to maintain that, yeah, right, exactly. So why I, why do I matter? Boom. Okay, I hundred million dollars can get you a lot. Is yeah, what we're I'm pro saying. player. And and Josh, I do want to say this. We're going to get into NFL Combine talk a little bit later on the show, but is the NFL not pro player? They're making everyone run on turf well no to, they're not those aren't players yet though they're actually just college players there's no guarantee they no if they're going to make it to the nfl so that's why you know it doesn't really matter what they're playing on but yes 100 million dollars is the difference between lamar jackson and the ravens it doesn't feel like they're going to get a long-term deal done and if the ravens franchise tag him there's a lot of questions to be answered one is lamar jackson ticked off and going hey um yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna play on this deal. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, or you know, is he gonna go out and play another you know nine game season, and and then at the end of it, we were in the exact same boat as we were this year. I have no third idea. Third straight year. 
third straight year, just in the completely the same situation. That could be his possibility. Well, because the funniest thing with the Lamar Jackson stuff is it's like, okay, when he gets hurt, his value goes down because he's hurt. Yeah. But his value also goes up because the Ravens can't win without him. So it's like yeah. a catch 22. Oh, absolutely. It, you know what the thing about this, all this situation is you, as you look at like other quarterbacks, right? Like Tom Brady, he always took team friendly deals because Tom Brady, I think, saw the value in, in that, hey, if I have a better team, I can win more. And what he knows is that when you win more, guess what? You can make a lot more money off the field as well that compensates for it. And I think that's something that we're not talking about enough is that Lamar Jackson does not have an agent, right? And and I think that's we've seen players not have agents and get it done. But we also have seen players who are not good who have agents get them plastered on everything and make them like Baker Mayfield, perfect example, hasn't really won anything in his career. You know how much how much money Baker Mayfield's probably made from endorsements? A bazillion dollars. And I love the commercials. And they're great commercials, right? He's probably made a bazillion dollars from endorsements. And so I think good players can afford to take less like large contracts because they know, guess what? I'm going to make my, my money elsewhere, and I'd rather be on a winning team. Well, And I think Josh, that Lamar Jackson, he had a, he won an MVP and, and no shot at Lamar, but he didn't get any brand deals. Like he's not with he's not a Nike athlete. He didn't leverage, you know, era eight apparel into really anything. Anything. He, he opened up a, a, a soul restaurant, which I'm sure it's great. I'm sure it's great food. You know, you ate yet? I haven't today, personally. I haven't, I haven't ate, no. But but Lamar Jackson doesn't he didn't do those things. And so now you're like obviously he probably feels the pressure to get a big deal. I don't know. Let me put it like this, Josh. I I think you need to go back to school. And by going back to school, I think you can relate the Lamar con- the Lamar Jackson contract to yeah. how this is going, right? So it's like, you know, you're sitting in there. Josh, you're back in second, third grade, right? You're sitting in school on a Friday. You probably don't want to be there. You know, you'd rather uh, be at home playing video games, doing anything awesome. else other than sitting through math class, right? But then you remember, well, I'm getting paid $40 million to come to school. Like, Lamar Jackson is going to play next year, even if he doesn't love his situation and love being there on a Friday. He's still getting paid $40 million. I think you're going to show up just to get the check. But are you going to show up on, you know, wild card round of the playoffs when you're kind of banged up and you have potentially a massive contract that's up the next year? It's the same question, Patrick. Everybody knows you get the excused absences, Josh. And... You're right. Some would argue, maybe, look, there was questions last year on whether or not Lamar was having an excused absence or it was an unexcused. We don't know. Yeah. Well, now that we know about the the strength trainer of the Ravens getting the by far, not even close, the worst score of any other team, it kind of makes sense. Lamar Jackson couldn't get back out there. He wasn't, he wasn't properly, he wasn't strong enough. He wasn't, they yeah, he they wasn't weren't working the leg muscles enough. They were they were actually maybe overdoing it in the training. And, and right. by the way, I just is just a side note that when you look at the fact, so for those of you who don't know, the NFL polled players and they gave their teams a grade, kind of like uh, hey, let's empower the players here. 
Um, right. And so they they let the team the players give the teams grades. The Ravens got an F minus. Like every other team was in the A to B range except for two teams, and that was um, the Falcons and the Ravens. Falcons get a D. Ravens get an F minus. You know how hard it is to get an F minus. Like, like you were like, so this is like, bad. This they, is like PE. This is like getting an F in PE. It's like you mm-hmm. just got to show up and run your laps and, you know, play dodgeball. That's all you got to do. And, and so they get an F minus. And if you look at like the players who've gotten hurt and how many like torn ACLs we've had in the past few years, it makes a lot of sense. And, and all the players were speaking out about it. Yes, they were. Former players saying, hey, I've never been hurt before. Uh, before I came to the Ravens, and then I, you know, was forced to be back in the gym five months after an ACL injury. This is all I'm saying is, look, they fired this guy. This yeah. guy's name was Steve Saunders. Okay, Ooh. let's not forget, Steve Saunders is the one that started the COVID outbreak in 2020 when the Ravens couldn't play for like a whole week against the Steelers because Steve Saunders didn't report his symptoms, right? Steve Saunders is also a guy that has not really updated his LinkedIn in three years. You go to his LinkedIn, it still says Ravens Director of Performance, founder of Powertrain Sports, Under Armour Team training member. Well, the problem is homeboys fired. You go under it, there's not much recent activity, but what I can tell you is recent activity is three years ago, he liked executive members of Subway. Is Steve Saunders about to be the next fast food employee? Oh, man, I could be. I'm loving that he loves Subway, I guess. I, it's, listen, that's crazy about the COVID outbreak. I had no idea that that's the same dude. Now kind of makes sense. It's all kind of coming together. And listen, I'm sure he's a nice guy. Um, eh, I'm sure. Prof- do you see what he looks like? I'm sure he's a nice guy. Look, uh, all but, Josh, but, uh, Josh, if you look at his LinkedIn picture picture right now, he has a bigger forehead than Peyton Manning. But, okay, this, but that that could be make him nicer. Peyton Manning seems like a really genuine guy. Actually, that's a great point. So, great point. so let me look up Steve Saunders. Uh, oh, man, he's like the top search right now. Like, he, has, uh, he has 500 plus connections. I'm going to try to connect with him. I bet you I can connect. Do I have any mutuals with him? <laughs> oh, wait. I'm on, oh, dang it. I'm on Facebook. Wrong wrong app. <laughs> I was added to Steve Saunders as a friend. Uh, uh, let me think here. Steve Saunders. There's a lot of people here. Oh, uh, whatever. I'll see if we have any later. Um, anyway, Patrick, though. Yeah, so Lamar Jackson, I don't know where he's going to end up. I do believe that um, he's not going to be a Raven, though. And I'm well, not sure if it's Jacksonville. The wheel has not been wrong too many times. That would be a shocking trade. And by the way, we're going to clip this. And if this if he does end up in Jacksonville, which nobody's expecting, nobody's even talking about. We I mean, look like geniuses. We're geniuses right now. We geniuses. are geniuses. This Look, I, I look, I, I know we got uh, Josh is doing a great job on socials. You know, we're getting views. We're getting clicks. You know, right now, I think we're sitting in 100 subs here on, on the YouTube. OK, yeah, it's not too many. I mean, subs. You're talking about an absolute. I mean, rags to riches story. If we can oh, predict. Yeah. The Jacksonville oh, Jaguars. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Um, And so that's exciting. Uh, but Speaking of Ravens, by the way. 
Rashad Bateman and Eric DaCosta have a little bit of beef. Uh, Eric DaCosta goes, you know, I just got to figure out how to draft good wide receivers. And Rashad Bateman's like, he, in, in a tweet that is now deleted, is like, I would have said, uh, or no, he, he basically called him out for not being able to saying, hey, stop putting the blame on the players. Why don't you do your job? Pretty much what he said, right? Right. And he was also, Rashad Bateman was also fed up with Steve Saunders because Rashad Bateman never got hurt before he came to the Ravens, has now been hurt in both of his first two NFL seasons, right? So a lot of pent-up aggression, but here's the thing. Rashad Bateman says that, and he starts getting some support. There's a guy named Hollywood that plays in Arizona. Yeah. Was like, Who requested a trade previously. Right. And what cracked me up about that statement is, is it's, is he basically was like, look, you're not using your players right. You need to play to your players' strengths. The, the Ravens have the best rushing attack in the league because, because Lamar Jackson's their quarterback. Isn't that playing to their strength? I would say, yeah, that, I, I'd yeah. say that's, okay. you know, and I, want you to remember that this Joe Flacco team was built a lot different than Lamar Jackson team. Yep. So I just want people to be aware of that. Listen, the Ravens, the Ravens are one of the better teams that playing to the, the personnel. And by the way, we got an offense coordinator says, I'm just going to play to the strengths of this. I'm going to look at the guys we got. And you know, I built the system around the boys. I, I would just love to be like, I would almost love, I just want like an NFL coach to just be so petty one day. Right. But the only problem is, is NFL coaches, I think they're super cocky. Probably they have a very high opinion of themselves. They're probably oh, especially, especially the Ravens coaches. They think that everything they do is great. They, by the way, like John Harbaugh hasn't done a thing wrong in the past, like eight years. Marcus Peters has never committed a penalty in his life. Right. So I think, it, I think it bleeds through the organization. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Is that mindset? Right. I would love for the coaches to just go out one day and be like, you know what? Screw it. Rashad Bateman, we're going to throw you the ball every single time. You want the ball, we'll give it to you, right? <laughs> All these guys, like Hollywood Brown, we'll trade for you again. You want the ball, we'll throw a thousand deep shots to you, and we'll see how it works out. My, my uh, guess I mean, is it probably, probably won't doesn't. work out. He did have a couple games there where we did really well, but it is interesting. I've never seen a GM beef with a player before. And that well, and, and I would I would argue, Josh, I'd argue Rashad Bateman beefing with the GM. Yeah, now he could have said better receivers, maybe, or he could, he could have been like, "Well, I really like the guys we got now, but certainly over yeah. our history." Clearly, he's not happy with how he's done. I mean, well, like, like he, can, can, he looks at the we... receiver room and goes, "I, mean, I just want to know how why the Steelers every like are just amazing at drafting receivers." I mean, they're all head cases, Antonio Brown or Taylor Oh, absolutely, Bryant. but they know I take a head but case right now. Field. I take a head case right now. Um, anyway, moving on to other NFL news. Speaking wait, of wide receivers. Wait, before oh. that, real quick, Josh. You know who doesn't get talked about enough is Santonio Holmes. Okay. Why? He was on the Steelers. Bit of a head case. But, like, we always forget about him. That was it. Okay. That was it. Yeah. Oh. Never mind. I thought that was going to get a little bit bigger. Okay, never mind. I don't know who Antonio Holmes is. I'm be honest with you. The guy they called. Are you Are you kidding me? Don't, no. Who is he? The guy that caught the toe tap touchdown in the Super Bowl against Kurt Warner. Uh okay. What about him? 
I, so I don't know what, how much I could build off. Who there. should have been a stealer? You know who was a missed opportunity? Who should have been a stealer? Plexico Burris. Yes, totally. Josh, oh, oh my gosh, Josh! If Plexico Burris happens today, you make a video on him in a heartbeat. Do you do you know what happened to Plexico Burris? No. Shot himself in the leg in a nightclub. Oh man, that's that's you don't want to do that. <laughs> okay, well. Never, anyway, move on, Josh. Clearly we, missed the toe, so that's good. Uh, like I was saying, <laughs> AJ Brown called out. Juju Smith-Schuster after Juju posted a video in collaboration on TikTok with another creator whose name is escaping me. And it was about, it was a two-minute video. It was a little sketch. I'm be honest with you. There's like a Chinese dude in there. Not, he wasn't Chinese. It was a dude playing a guy from China. Um, there was like time traveling back and forth in the present. I'm not sure if they're actually time traveling or just going back and forth and what it was. I know they're, the Eagles team was in there somehow. And just a lot going Super on. Bowl. It, yeah, Juju was taking out the trash at one point, and then he got duck, abducted into a van. I, I'll be honest with you. I'm not 100% sure what was happening. It was very hard for me to follow, but, you know, I'm not a, I'm not really a big uh, story guy. You know, I don't really know about movies or anything like that. So so that's kind of hard for me to, to relate to. But I guess somewhere in that video, in that two minutes, did not make it through the end. AJ Brown or AJ Brown's peers were called out, and AJ Brown said, "Hey, you better shut the heck up, or you're gonna get beat." That's what he said. Paraphrasing, close. Yeah, I mean, if I'm AJ Brown, I I I like the move out of AJ Brown. I do. I'm officially Josh. I want to come out and say it. Officially, I'm pro AJ Brown in this. Uh, all right. Jeez, Louise Patrick. You're really going to take TikTok boy's side? No, I can't take AJ Brown's side, though. He's a Titan and an Eagle. It's like two of the worst teams to me. Juju was a Steeler. Yeah, he's not a Steeler anymore. He's a Chief. He's a Super Bowl champion. Yeah, I would argue that's almost worse. Is it worse? Being a Steeler Chief? No. Than a Titan Eagle? No, I think because I'm fine with the Chiefs. Because here's the thing, yeah, it's like Steeler he almost because he almost spit on on uh, the Steelers' face. Like if if AJ Brown went like Titans somewhere else that I like, I don't mind. Then he's actually progressing. This is called progression. But if you go, but he actually went to a team I hate worse. So it's like that's called regression. I'm all for somebody who's taking initiative in their life to get better. Right. But was he? Is that is that how the uh, I don't I might be confused here, Josh. Anyway, okay, maybe AJ Brown. So you're pro AJ Brown in this situation. I'm a pro AJ Brown guy. I think he's a lot better than Juju. The only problem is here's here's the issue, Josh. What's is, the issue? Um, Juju got that ring. And, yeah, he does have a ring, and and that's worth a little bit. Yep. And he showed up, by the way, to get that ring. It wasn't like, listen, Juju is a classic example of guy on the class project who doesn't really do much. But you know what? Day of the presentation, he presents really well. Like he didn't, he didn't really help in the preparation a whole lot, you know. But when you got to do, everyone has to do their slide. He kills it, right? And and you respect that because. You, you're worried about this guy. You're like, I don't know if he's going to do well. You don't even know, you know if he's coming to class. Right. You don't even know he's coming to class. And you're worried about your own slide that you got to 
gotta gotta yeah. present. And then this guy shows up and he does his slide and he helps your slide. And you're like, this guy was the greatest teammate I've ever had. Yeah, that's a perfect example. That's Juju Smith-Schuster in, in, uh, in a nutshell. He's the, he's the guy you want on your team in the big moments. And, uh, and so, yeah, so Juju got a ring. I, well, think about I, for, it, Josh. Here's the thing. I think Juju could do what he wants for the next six months. Well, and, and the other thing is, is, is you got to think about it. You know, you want to be, you want Juju as your teammate because you want, you want to make that TikTok with him. Because if you make that TikTok with him, you know what? You probably got that ring. Oh, absolutely. TikTok equals ring. Ring equals Super Bowl. Now, I will say he's going to have to play well next season. Depending on how yes. much you talk, you're going to have to show up a little bit. But yeah, you know, let the players play. Let them, let them chirp a bit. I'm fine. I'm all for that. Uh, you're pro chirp. I'm, I'm pro chirp as long as you back it up. Um, anyway, update from the NFL Combine. We have some fast dudes. Dudes are just, yeah. they're getting fast. You know? Yeah, I argue it, uh, that they'd be fast enough to compete with me in intramural flag football. Well, let me ask you a question, Josh. Right now, what do you think you could run uh, for the NFL 40? I don't know, like. Four one nine, yeah, four one nine, easy. Is that a record? Easy. I think John Ross ran that. I got it. Yeah, no, but anyway, so Smith. Nolan Smith though four three nine, ridiculous, super fast, he's, he's uh, and that's a that's a linebacker. So, yeah, I mean, I'm not sure like the uh the, like the math equation for momentum, but I think speed is a factor in that. Speed is a factor, and if speed you get equals speed equals force, force equals momentum, and yes, momentum and equals and momentum equals hitting somebody so hard right. that their their head flies off, and that's like what this is dude is gonna do. I mean, if you run fast enough, you could be you could be 120 pounds soaking wet. If you run fast enough, you can kill a dude. You know how a bullet only weighs uh how you know a couple grams, right? That's 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 the direction we went. It, I mean, it's true. <laughs> it's true. Something shot out hard enough. Yeah, but not. What is that true? Because like, okay, so like, imagine. I hate that we're using bullets reference now, but like, so imagine like there's like like a thousand pound individual. Yeah, that's like sturdy. Would yeah. the bullet break through that? Yeah, it would if it was going fast enough. But then is there... Nolan a Smith, it, he, he could kill somebody with that kind of speed if he was tiny. Like, I fully convinced Tyree Kill, he could run through a wall if he got enough, if he got, if he got enough laps to, to build up speed. Okay, so we and get now Tyree and, Kill. But now this he's big. Now he's a big dude. So it's like, so what I'm saying doesn't even matter. This dude, he's big. He could probably run through a planet. Right, so let's get Tyreek Hill. Let's get Tyreek Hill to run downhill, right? Let's yeah. find, like, let's get him on Mount Everest. He's running downhill, and let's put this to test. Uh, yeah, I think he could. Um, and so, yeah, there's some fast dudes. Kalia, Case, Cansey, D. Lyman. Killed that. You killed four. that. Good work, Josh. Thank you. 4-4, four, four, ridiculously fast. That's a D lineman. What do you, you? You have no business being that fast, Josh. I probably could run a five four right now. You think so? Is that yeah, Tom Brady speed? 
Really, if you Patrick, run a five-two, Patrick. If you can run a five-four, because here's the thing: last night I took down the trash, and every time I take down the trash, if I see a car in the distance, I have to like I challenge myself. I have to run down my my driveway. is not super long, but it's about it's about two hundred meters. Um, How many it, yards is that? I don't know. The, Where did two hundred meters come from? We measured it. I think. No, maybe it's like less. It's like one fifty meters, maybe. Maybe it's could be like we're all over the place. We're 120. All over the place it's probably like around 125 meters. And and I we see was car. just 200 <laughs> 10 seconds ago. And I see car in the distance. I have to make it to my doorstep before that car passes me. Because in my brain, if they see me, they're gonna pull in the driveway. I, it's since I was a kid, that's always been my mentality. So I, it's always like a good speed check. You know, take the trash down, and I'm like, okay. I got to see if I still got it. And I'm always barefoot, so that's kind of like the factor. Last night, I mean, it took me a so, second to get to that gear, but when I got to that gear and I was flying. How fast How fast do you think um, you cover those those 125 meters? I mean, I, six. Six seconds. I don't know. That seems fast, but maybe. I'm no math guy, but you tell me how that what my 40 time is. That's probably good. You do Hold the math. Just, just doing some quick math here, real quick. Got it. That means you would run a uh, sub two 40 yard dash. Okay. Okay. Uh, you you covered 136 yards in six seconds. Jeez, that's good for me. <laughs> sub two sub, sub two, two. okay so we know so we know i'm fast okay we get it sub 240 sub two and that's and that's what you have to look at is is you, you when you bring in josh klein you know even with the with the strain quad bad hip and two it, bad two. hips two bad hips two bad hips double bad hips he runs a sub two yeah 40 as your long snapper yeah as your i, I could be I could be your long snapper running a sub two forty. So I hope. Well, think you guys- of it. Think of it like as like long snapper comes out, you got to punt the ball, right? Your long snap. There's no excuse for your long snapper not to be down there covering the guy that's going to return the kick. Oh, that's a great point. The I'm game an is asset. I'm an asset. Yeah, yeah. Hey, by the way, NFL, if you want to invite me to the combine, I could make a flight. You know, I could get. I there. would if I were you, Josh. I would do next year. Oh, just chance because I am at my hips. I'm still working. I'm getting the better, but yeah, it'll be good. I don't, I don't know if you medically get cleared yet. Oh, great point. Great point. Um, yeah. So Morgan Wallen, he released a new album last night. And, uh, the thing I love about an album like this is that Josh, tell me, is that if, when you look at it, it just, it, it's, it's everything that you want in a country album. You know, listening to some of these songs, okay? Born with a beer in my hand. Boom. Man made a bar. Uh, Whiskey Friends. In the Bible. F-150. I deserve a drink. Uh, Neon Star. Country Boy Lullaby. Cowgirls. 
don't think Jesus. Yep, yep. Last da- drive down Maine. I mean, these are the most country songs you could ever think of, Patrick. And you didn't even mention cowgirls, Josh. I did mention cowgirls. Okay, well, I wasn't. Yeah, cow. Yeah, cowgirls. So you, you I mean you look at this this album here, and I'm not sure if it, it's how good it is, you know. But I'm telling you what, I just I just want to um, just throw Morgan Wallen real quick here. He has a song on this album called "98 Braves." The 1998 Braves did not win the World Series. Oh, man. Maybe that's the point. Have you listened to the song? Yes, I have. Is it about them winning the World Series? Uh, it's about him not, I guess, getting married to the girl. Oh, so, yeah. So, that's, that's poetic. Is it? Or is he just a loser? No, it's like, just like they didn't win the World Series. I didn't. But also, kind of inconsistent because Tennessee's not really Braves yeah, city. Yeah, what? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Tennessee, goes, from Atlanta. Tennessee goes Braves? Yeah, there's no other team near them. I thought they went to Orioles because of if because the Orioles are moving there. Oh, well, I mean, maybe not in 1998, Josh. Oh, I thought they had like that kind of foresight. I Okay, that's on me. Yeah. That's on me. So apparently... No, that's on you. That's on you. You can't have that. I, look, I just want to say, but when you look at Morgan Wallen, look, 98 Braves talks about them not getting the job done they want they won in the playoffs so this girl he doesn't get married but like did they date for like five years oh man because it's still a pretty good run that's pretty sad though oh man poor guy hey morgan i stand with you hey i hope more songs about jesus less about the alcohol and i think you might straighten yourself out there but but the jesus couple jesus songs in there that's start you get the bible got jesus good we're rooting for you morgan big comeback um NASCAR preview. Where are they at this week? Uh, they are at Las Vegas. Who? So, are we going to bet on Kyle Larson or not? Because Kyle Larson was my pick last week, and 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 it was my not like one of my picks the week before, and now all of a sudden, two weeks in, I don't think he's finished above thirty. Josh, I'm rolling with you. Let's both take Kyle Larson this week. Boom. Uh, XFL preview, Houston Roughnecks, greatest defense of all time. If that stats will tell you that, Patrick, you can be denial all you want. We're playing uh, DC Defenders, military appreciation weekend. That's Boom. great. How can you not support our military? San Antonio Brahmas, they're not going to know what hit them when the Boom. Roughnecks come to town. Uh, if you're still listening to this episode, make sure you guys DM us at Picks and Pancakes on Instagram, and you'll get a free mug. Uh, also, make sure you check us out on our website at picksandpancakes.com subscribe on all platforms and if you're listening to this on a podcast platform make sure you leave us five stars uh thank you patrick you have a wonderful day anything else you want to say we have less than a minute yeah oh and nascar preview in like five seconds five sub minute i mean that's what we do we're professional show here um Yeah, so Patrick, you have a wonderful day. And Patrick, you're not going to be here for next week for spring break. We're going to have a fill-in, maybe one fill-in, maybe two fill-in. I hear Patrick's gone. I hear Mike Jones could be be a fill-in. He's not filling in. Anyway, guys, make sure you have a wonderful day. Patrick, he's already gone. Uh, A peace.